of grace has chosen us so we merit the position of being called God's own Bible says no man take this honor upon himself except he who is called no man is by grace we have been saved not by works father we thank you for mercies we thank you for mercies Mercies that have drawn us, mercies that have lifted us, mercies that have delivered us. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We bow before your throne in utter reverence, absolute reverence, O God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. We welcome you in this place. Visit us, minister to us, Lord. Speak to us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, just sing to him. Sing to him tonight. Grant us encounters. Grant us encounters with your word. Encounters with your power. Encounter with your presence. In the name of Jesus. 
With you indeed is a fountain of life. In your light shall we see light. Lord, let us see light in your light in the name of Jesus. Another dimension of light for the journey. Another dimension of insight and revelation for the journey. Oh God, your word that is able to build us up in Jesus. Through this meeting, Lord, today give somebody direction. Align us one more time. Closer than before. More accurate than before. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my him, my God, him, God, him, God, him, bowing in reverence to him. He's all we have and he's all we will ever need. He is more than sufficiency. He is all sufficient. More than sufficient. He is all sufficient. Our light and our salvation. Beloved, you want to pray? And ask God to consecrate your heart, sanctify you through and through. Prepare your being, your entire vessel, spirit, soul, and body by the blood of sprinkling. Even as we present ourselves before Him, before Him in His presence, even in our heart, He is in us. But in corporate meetings like this, we've all still come before Him. We are in his presence at his feet before his throne you want to say lord by the blood of sprinkling purge me my conscience my heart my mind my garment of purity holiness righteousness has been stained by any imaginations or acts of the flesh lord cleanse me wash me clean make me whole spirit soul, body i receive forgiveness by the blood i receive forgiveness by the blood Remission of all errors by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, that I may be able to transact business with you tonight. In the name of Jesus, to prosecute all that you bring before me with grace and with boldness even as I approach your throne. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In Jesus' name, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that even in things that I should have, I should have done that I failed to do, Lord, oh God, forgive me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, may I lay over. Beloved, we want to lift our voices and pray in a language of the Spirit.
for the next few minutes. You may be listening to it live or right now even to the recorded version but you want to lift your voice. Don't waste this moment. Lift your voice, lift your voice. But ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. You want to build yourself up. It's a partnership with the Spirit, but the Spirit is not going to do it for you. Just but ye beloved, but me beloved, building up myself on my most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. We want to release our mysteries. We want to quicken ourselves. We want to say, Holy Spirit, help my infirmity. Every weakness in me. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit has strengthened us, Holy Spirit has quickened us, our spirit has given us a empower me to be able to receive from your glory in the name of Jesus. Build yourself up. Let the Holy Spirit quicken you. Let the Holy Spirit empower you. Align your spirit, soul, body to all the demands of this moment. To the demands of the word of God, which is able to save us. Build us up. The encrafted word of God. Holy Spirit, help our infirmities, infirmities, weaknesses in prayer, weaknesses in fellowship, weaknesses in the flesh. In the name of Jesus, for likewise, hey, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. Hey, for we know not what we should pray for as we are, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession. Holy Spirit, we as you take a hold together with us, take a hold together with us. Help somebody's witness tonight. Help somebody's witness tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. God bless you for joining. God bless you for staying. God bless you for listening. Hallelujah. Don't be in haste to leave. We are about to start. Amen. Bible says that the preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Proverbs 16 verse 1. So I want to tell God, prepare my heart for the word and the ministration of the Spirit. Every word you have for me, through the teaching, 
and through the revealed word, the prophetic ministrations, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help me locate my portion. Let me not live here the same. You want to lift your voice. You want to lift your voice. Take preeminence, Lord. Every word you prepared for me in today's encounter, let me not live here without that word. Release it unto me. Prepare my heart to receive. Make my heart fertile soil, a fertile ground to receive your engrafted word with potency, Lord, to bring a great yield even to your kingdom in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Spirit of the living God, we ask that you help us. Help me tonight, O oh God. Prepare in me a heart that is ready. Receptive to your word in the name of Jesus. Every word you destined for me in today's teaching and prophetic ministrations in the name of Jesus. We ask that you release unto me. God release unto me by your spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let me not leave you at the same. Take preeminence. Grant your vessel utterance, O oh God. Grant your vessel utterance, O oh God. To minister your lively oracles, huh? your word in season, in time, inerrant, infallible, huh? hey, kapan watalahai, your eternal word, huh? in the name of Jesus Christ, huh? in the name of Jesus, huh? as a steward huh? of your manifold grace, huh? oh God, huh? in the name of Jesus, bless your people, heal and transform, empower Lord, in the name of Jesus. Quicken and revive, quicken and revive, and put a new song, a new song, oh God, in the mouth of every listener, every partaker, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. right now I still want you to leave a comment in the in the podcast in the chat box hallelujah hallelujah as the band is going to keep playing we are going to be praying for the next because of who you are hallelujah oh if you are connected with us I want to see your amen please if you are connected I want to see your amen hallelujah you want to type thank you Jesus let's keep the platform interactive and active amen I think the numbers are low because of the late confirmation of the meeting so some of our people probably didn't put it on their schedule but we are more than two hallelujah in fact the number is far more than two multiples of two and that is enough for God to do His mighty work in us. Amen. How many of us are blessed already by the awesome moment in the presence of God? I want to ask a question to you guys before we continue to sing. Who is Jesus for you? Who is Jesus for you? You know, we have a tendency 
to respond only when he does something for us. And that is okay. We have a responsibility to respond when the Lord does something for us. But are you going to have that same response every moment you think about who he is and not what he can do for you? I believe God has proven himself time and time again when it comes to my that he is a faithful God. He has proven it to us. He has proven it to us over and over and over again. So who is God to you? Yes, he healed you. Yes, he provided for you. But he, who is he for you? He's our creator. He's our creator. He's our deliverer. He's our savior. He's everything that we need. We cannot live without his presence. Oh Jesus. Somebody say amen to that. Oh Jesus. And I would like for everybody to sing it with us because of who you are. Come on. Because of who you are, we give you glory. Oh Jesus. Because of who you are, we give you praise. Because of who you are, we will lift our voice and say, Lord, we worship you. Because of who you are, Lord, I worship you. Lord, we worship you. Because of who you are. Oh Jesus, hallelujah. If God has been faithful, God has been good. To somebody in this house, you want to type, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus, the set man of God is in the house. The set man of God is in the house and we want to put him on. I want to see your thank you Jesus thank you Lord Jesus thank you Savior Jesus thank you Shepherd Jesus thank you Master Jesus thank you King Jesus we love you Jesus we bless you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah God bless you, Clayford, you're welcome. God bless you as you stay. Minister Stanley, you are welcome. God bless you as you stay. Amen. The Lawe Ahinkra, the Lawe Ahinkra, you are welcome. God bless you. Amen. So tonight, wow, we are blessed to have you. God bless you for joining us. Shalom, shalom. Um, brother Clayford. God bless you for joining us. We are a family of faith in Christ Jesus. If you check, if you click on, if you click on the, the name or the icon burning ones, you are going to find 
our details right on the dashboard a very sound family of faith in Christ Jesus we believe in all that scripture has to say all sound doctrine and teachings of the Bible hallelujah and some of the areas of our emphasis are teachings, sound biblical teachings prayer fasting and evangelism as well as the ministrations of the Holy Spirit talking of healings deliverance the prophetic and all the gifts hallelujah so God bless you for joining us if you haven't followed the if you haven't followed the podcast you want to click on the plus button click on the plus button right beside the name burning ones to follow the podcast hallelujah and as you follow you are not following a man you are following King Jesus hallelujah anytime we come on live you are going to get the notification and anytime we publish any of our teaching sessions to you get to receive the notification firsthand hallelujah God richly bless us all right so tonight Tonight, Tonight, we have a man of God, an apostle of the Most High God, in our midst. For your mercy never fails me. I love to worship. Please permit me. Almighty. I've been held in your hand. Oh Jesus. What a God. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. If you believe it, let's sing it all in one voice. In all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God Somebody say yes, somebody say amen Let's sing it all, I love your voice I love your voice You've led me through the fire. You have led me through the fire. You all my nights. You were close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. Has been faithful God has been good and I believe I have a witness in the house tonight I have a witness at least everyone here is a witness to the goodness of God in their own lives to their families to their nation and communities hallelujah so I want to invite the minister the set minister for today's meeting he's a very very anointed man of God with a very 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 sound grasp and understanding of the scriptures his doctrine 
His doctrine is clean. Just like the word of God, it has been purified many times. He is a man of the word, a man of prayer, and a man of the spirit. He is a friend, a co-laborer in the kingdom, and a very, very lovely brother of mine. I'm always proud to be associated with him and to have him in my life. He's been a blessing on so many, many, many occasions. It's been a blessing to me personally and then to this ministry as well. People of God, with a heart of, a, of gratitude, immense gratitude unto the Lord for his servant and also to the servant, I want us to welcome the ministry and ministration of Apostle Blessed Nyamitiasi Nati, hallelujah. Please let's cooperate, let's give him our support and all the help we would ordinarily usually give me and all other people who minister on this platform. Amen. Amen. And I want to encourage us, let's not just wait until it gets to the prophetic ministration before we start getting the platform active because we want a word from the lord but right from the teaching let's be attentive let's help with the scriptures and let's make notes amen apostle bless please the platform is yours god bless you we are honored to have you I give, you, I give you the adoration for giving me the opportunity to enter your word, your infallible word. I thank you so much. I pray, oh God, that may your infallible word cause us to pray. Oh, thank you, Lord, and honor to your name. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, have I prayed in thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. So I'm speaking on the topic, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And now, before I touch on what a fruit is, it is very important that we appreciate what a fruit is. The believer in relation to the word of God. What is a seed to the believer in the mind of God? What is a seed? Now, when you read the book of First John, chapter 3, verse 9, Apostle John makes us understand that anyone who is born of God does not sin and cannot sin for his seed. Remained in you. Say John chapter 3 verse 9. John says that anyone who is born of God has not sinned. 
Yes, I think that it's, it's now a little loud. Yeah, it's better than before. Okay. Because I was really okay. struggling to hear you. Okay. I was really okay. struggling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was saying that. Okay. It is very important that we a seed is to the believer in relation to the word of God. So what is a seed? When talk of a please. seed, what is a seed to the believer? Apostle, please. I think there is this feedback. Am I the only one getting the feedback from him? Or are we also getting this? All right. Are we getting think, this sharp? I think the music is too loud in the someone is complaining that the music is too loud in the background. So probably that might be the yes. cause. It's, that is that is it's not it's not the music. This this feedback is like some a tutor's sort of noise. Uh-huh. That is that is what we are talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's usually it's a, it's it's, a, it's due to some factors like maybe earpiece oh, or airports okay. or something. But if you are using the phone, is it? Please, you can carry on. So um, okay, okay, okay. So I was saying yes. that. So before, so before we understand what a fruit is, we must appreciate what a seed is. The, I mean, what a seed is with regards to um, the word of God. To the believer so what is a seed what is a seed when you read the book of first john chapter 3 verse 9 um, apostle john us. makes us understand that anyone who is born of god does not sin and cannot sin for his seed remaineth in him so what is this seed when you read, when you read the book of luke jesus was speaking concerning the parable of the sower and he said that and so I went out to sow his seed, and some fell by the wayside, some fell on a rock, some fell on thorns, and some even fell on good ground. And he said that those that fell on the by the road or by the wayside on a rock and on thorns, they were not able to uh, sprang up and bear fruit. But those that fell on good ground, they were able to and sprang up and bear fruit and hundredfold. Hallelujah. So, when you read the book of Luke chapter 8, verse 11, based on the interpretation that Jesus Christ gave concerning the parable of the sower, he said that the seed that he was talking about was the word of God. The seed was the word of God. So now, we understand what Apostle John was talking about in first john chapter 3 verse 9 when he said that anyone who is born of god does not sin and cannot sin for his seed remained in him that seed was the word of god was christ hallelujah so he was talking about christ as a seed that is resident in the believer the moment he receives christ into his spirit hallelujah and so when you read the book of Psalm 119 verse 11, David said that thy words have I hid in my heart, 
that I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So what are you talking about? So the word that he spoke about was the seed, which is Christ. Was the seed which is Christ. And that and, and the heart that he was referring to was the fertile ground or was the good ground. That was supposed to, I mean, help the seed to bear fruit. Hallelujah. So when you take a, a closely a close look at what um, and David said in the book of some some among one nine verse eleven, he said that thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not nagin thee. He didn't say that thy own not nagin thee. If he had employed end in a, in that assertion, it would have meant that a better one. But then he but but then he used that. He used that, which indicated that the formal or the former assertion has a direct relationship with the latter one. That means that if I hide the word of God in my heart, I will come to the place where I will not sin against God. So there was a direct relationship between the former assertion and the latter one because he used that. Hallelujah. So that was what he was talking about. But when you take a look at what John said in the book of First John chapter 3, verse 9, he didn't just end at where David also ended. He went on to add that, and he cannot sin because he is one of God. Both John and David agreed that if the word of God, which is a seed in you, as long as you are born again, will not cause you to commit sin against God. Both of both John and David agreed. But then John went a bit deeper by saying that and he cannot say his seed remained in him and that he is born of God. So John gave us a deeper understanding understanding about the new creation. What the moment John said he cannot sin, it implies that the believer does not even have the ability to sin. It's, it, it's actually referring to his nature, that he, can, that he cannot even sin against God. He doesn't have that ability to sin against God. Hallelujah. So actually, John, he cannot sin against God because he sees it's resident in you. But then, this same John said um, in the book of 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 that if we sin, if we sin, he says we, he's faithful and just to forgive us if we sin. If we sin. So he was John conflicting himself when he said that if that um, the born again believer cannot sin. Was he conflicting himself when he also said that if we sin? Because this same John said we cannot sin because we are born of God. Then he went ahead to say in another um, chapter that if we sin, in first John chapter 2, verse 1, if we sin. So was the word of God conflicting itself? 
That is a big no. A very big no. The word of God does not conflate itself. God is never so yes, he says, My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, so if any man sin, why would he say if any man sin when he had already said that anyone who is born of God cannot sin? He cannot sin, he doesn't have the ability to sin. So why would he say that if we sin? Okay, so God is not the author of confusion. When John, when John made such assertion, he was speaking of the truth that we are still living in the body. And this body is um, subjected to a weakness. It's um, subjected to the three points. That is the last of the eyes, the last of the flesh, and the pride of life. And so, remember that in the book of Genesis, all that God created, he said that, and God saw it was good. God saw it was good. God didn't see it as perfect. He saw it as good. And so the entire creation was not a perfect creation. The entire creation was a good one. When God came to man, came to the creation of man, he said that when, he, when God created man, he said that, he, he, right after creating man, he said that, he, it's very good. He described the creation of man as very good. But man himself was not even perfect. And also the creation as well. So creation, whatever that God created, was a good one. But it was not a perfect one. And so the entire creation was subject to weakness. Subject to weakness from the onset. Hallelujah. And so what Paul... And so... The, the earth or the ground was actually subjected to the last of the eyes, the last of the flesh, and the pride of life. And so this, and so this, Paul was saying that, that um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that was why he said the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. So there's a, there's a contention between the two of them, because the flesh that constitutes both the body and the soul was a good one. But it was not a perfect one from creation, so it was weak. But the spirit actually came from God. Hallelujah. So it was a perfect one. But whatever that God created actually was a, a good one. It was not a perfect one. Hallelujah. So as a believer, you are either being ruled by the Holy Spirit or you are ruled by the flesh. So when we read the book of um, um, Genesis chapter 6 verse 3, um, God said that my spirit shall not always strive with man, for he also is flesh. My spirit shall not always strive with man, for he also is flesh. Why would God and is a spirit being? Because at that time, man was unruled and controlled by the flesh. Man was controlled by the flesh. And that was why he said man was flesh. Hallelujah. So, in that context, man was dominated by his fleshly senses. That was why God described man as flesh. But then man is not a fleshy being. Man actually is a spirit being 
who has a soul, man is a spirit, he has a soul and he lives in a body. But then when man fell, God perceived man as flesh. In the book of Genesis chapter 6, with man, for he also is flesh. In other words, for in other words, he's dominated by his fleshly senses. He's controlled by his fleshly desires. So that was what he was talking about. So, and scripture validates that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So at that time, man was carnally minded. That was why man died. Hallelujah. Now, when man died, he died in the spirit. Yet he was living outwardly, but then he was dead in the spirit realm. So, what was sustaining man? What was actually sustaining man was his soul. It was the soul of man, not sustaining man. The soul of man is a life force of man that causes him to live on the earth. Remember that when God breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life the bible said that man became a living soul man became a living soul so the soul came into existence but when the spirit of man was being introduced into the into the lifeless body of man that was when the soul came into existence so read the book of mark chapter 8 verse 36 Mark 8, 36. Bible says that for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his own soul? So, in context, this, the soul here was speaking of his life, his animated, his an, animated life, or his earthly life Hallelujah. so actually means your will your intentions your thoughts okay that is your soul your it's where you make decisions that is your soul but then and depending on the context in which it is being employed it could also mean your earthly life so in the context of mark 8 36 for what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his own soul? He was referring to the earthly life of man. Hallelujah. And so when the human spirit, which has the seed of Christ, wants to reflect the character of Christ or the nature of Christ in the flesh or in the body, then it must be actually stronger than the flesh. Because the flesh actually is subjected to weakness. And so that was why Paul could see that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so for you to manifest the seed that God has placed in you, in the book of First John chapter 3, verse 9, you must be able to ensure that your, your spirit is stronger than your your flesh. Otherwise, you will not be able to manif- 
you will not be able to be a manifest the character of God, you will not be able to be internally minded, sorry, and to be spiritually minded. That will cause or that will bring you to the place of life. Hallelujah. So, first of all, so we understand what the seed is in the book of First John chapter 3, verse 9. That the seed that Apostle John was talking about was Christ Himself. He was talking about the word of God. Hallelujah. So let's now come to the formation of the seed. So we know what the seed is. Let's come to the formation of chapter 4, verse 19. Galatians 4, 19. Apostle Paul says that my little birth again until Christ be formed in you. Galatians 4, 19. My little children, of whom I for Christ formed in you. So, Christ, which is the seed that God placed in your spirit by reason of new birth, Paul is admonishing us as believers that this seed that is Christ should be formed in us. It should be formed in us. Okay? So Christ, which is the seed at the new birth of the believer, has to be formed in him. And the formation of Christ begins when you start giving attention to it. The formation of Christ begins when you start giving attention to it. So you have to give attendance to the reading of the word. You have to give attendance to the studying of the, of, of the word. You have, to, you have to give attendance to prayer and fasting to edify and suppress the flesh and edify the spirit. You have to give attendance to meditation, to godly meditation, that would ensure that you manifest the Christ nature on the outside. For you have to give attention to it. So when 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 the seed when you want the seed to be formed, when you want Christ to be formed in you must give attention to it must give attention to him bible said that in the book of in proverbs he says my son my son attend to my words incline my incline thy ear unto my sayings let them not depart from their eyes keep them in the midst of thy heart for they are life to those that find them and their health to all their fleshes so when give attendance to god's word you come to the place of life. You come to the place where you mature the seed of Christ in you. Where Christ is evident from the outside. Where people no longer see you, but they see Christ in you. Hallelujah. So that is it. So we know what the seed is. We know that the seed is Christ, the word of God. And that Paul admonish, um, is, is admonishing us to give, and give attention to the formation of Christ, which is in us. Hallelujah. So now let's look at the fruit. So when we talk of fruit, we're actually talking about the expression of Christ on the outside. First of all, the seed is is always placed within you. But fruit is always and brought on the outside. 
Fruit has to be seen openly. Fruit must be evident for all men to see. So we know that this, we know what we see this. It is Christ in a believer. Now, when Christ is formed and expressed on the outside, it is the fruit of Christ. So the fruit of Christ is when Christ is formed and expressed on the outside for all men to see. That is the fruit of Christ. And the seed and the seed of Christ is what God has deposited in us. That must be formed in us. Fruit. It is evident for all men to see that you are Christ. They no longer see you as Kofi or Amma or as anyone. They see you as Christ. They refer you as Christ because your identity has not been resolved in Christ. And, and as a result of that, you no longer live. It is Christ that lives. Christ is the one that. Seed is a work input. It is what God works in a man by reason of his good pleasure. But fruit is a work output. It is the expression of God's work on the outside. So when you read the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13, Philippians 2, makes us understand we should work out our own salvation with fear and trembling for it is God which worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure now the working out of your salvation is the in fruit phase it is the in fruit phase because in fruit is work output but then you say for God worketh in you, both to will. That is the seed stage. So God works in you so that you work out. God works in you by placing his seed within you. And you work out by expressing the fruit that has been placed in you as a seed. Hallelujah. So... It is God's responsibility to work within you. That is the work input. And he does that for his good pleasure. He does that for his good pleasure. And it is your response. And that is the fruit stage. Hallelujah. So, when we talk of fruit, we are looking at work output. Now, one thing about fruit is that it brings the glory of God. Fruit brings the glory of God. When we read the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said that let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God which is in heaven. Whenever your good works are seen, what follows is glory? Whenever works that are instigated and that are permitted by God is brought on the outside, what follows is glory. The glory of God will always be evident when you, when you exhibit or you showcase works 
that are in alignment with the perfect will of God for your life. Or at that given time. So in this case, when men see your good works, you have to give glory to God. That is the concept of fruit. Fruit brings glory, brings the glory of God. Hallelujah. It brings the glory of God. So when good works, so when good works are initiated by God, it's evident. And the glory of God always flows. Now, when you read the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Matthew 9, Matthew 9, verse 6 to 8. Someone who was sick of impulsive, and he told him that, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. In the verse 8, in the verse 8, when the multitude saw it, Bible says, find God for giving such authority unto man. When we saw Jesus healed the one who was sick of palsy, and Jesus telling that person to arise, to take up his bed, and to go to his house. When they witnessed this experience or this shows a moment, Bible said that they marveled and they glorified God. God is seen. Glory always follows. The seed of God that has been placed in you will not bring glory until it matures into a fruit. When it is in you, no one would appreciate it. The glory of God will not be evident until All men witness it, and that is the um, fruit stage. The fruit stage is when all men witness it. All men, all men witness what God has placed in you. When it is brought on the outside, and men witness it, then the glory of God is. So, now we understand what the fruit, what a seed is, to the believer. The seed is the seed resident in the believer is Christ. And Paul said in the book of Galatians 4.19 that Christ be formed in you. In, in other words, the seed that has been placed within you must be formed to, into a fruit. Hallelujah. For men to see Christ. Now, when Christ is seen, what follows is glory. When Christ is seen, what follows is glory. When your good works are seen, they will men and they see your good works they will always glorify God because those good works upon them have the signature of God or have, have the have the signature of God and so whenever they see that good works they would attribute it to God because it is actually coming from God himself so they will give glory to God hallelujah so let's go to the fruit of the spirit now before we handle the matter of the fruit the spirit never manifest or bear the fruit of the spirit until he has gained access to the first fruit of the spirit 
there is what we call the first fruit of the Spirit. Paul makes mention in uh, it in the book of Romans 8.23, the first fruit of the Spirit. And so, you have gained access to the first fruit of the Spirit. You cannot manifest the fruit of the Spirit. It is a must. It is a must. In the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 23. Okay. Bible said that the first if anyone is there, you can actually impose it on the page. So Romans chapter 8, verse and 23. A believer as sons by reason of salvation. Okay, the first fruit of the spirit speaks of the believer who are sons by reason of salvation. When you read the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 14, Apostle Paul makes us understand that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. And when you when read the verse 15, he says that for we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but we have received the spirit of adoption we have received the spirit of sonship whereby the first fruit of the spirit is a matter of sonship it's a matter of making a man a son of god it's, it's a matter of looking at the believer as the son of god by reason of salvation unto he cannot he cannot manifest the fruit of the spirit so the first fruit of the spirit speaks of the believer as sons of god by reason of salvation because when you receive christ when you receive the spirit of adoption or the spirit of sonship you become a son of god you become a son of god by reason of salvation hallelujah so that is it so until you have gained access to the first fruit of the spirit you cannot manifest the fruit of the spirit hallelujah so when a man becomes a son of god by reason of new birth he can now manifest the fruit of the spirit so when you are looking at the fruit of the spirit and the scripture is uh, and describe it as fruit or fruits it can be used inter- it can be used interchangeably in relation to the fruit of the spirit so you can you can say the fruit of the spirit or the fruits of the spirit they are the same hallelujah they are the same so that is it so the fruit of the spirit in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 apostle paul makes us understand that that the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law so the fruit of the spirit Paul describes it as love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. 
against that there is no law. Now, the word um, spirit in this verse is a capital S. And many Christians assume that he was speaking or he was referring to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Because the, uh, the S actually was a capital one. Many Christians or many believers perceive that it was referring to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But that is not the case. Apostle Paul was not referring to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You, you I remember that I said that Apostle John said that God has placed his seed in us. God has placed his seed in us in 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, when he said that anyone who is born of God cannot sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And as a result of that, he, can, he, can, he will not continue to sin because he is born of God. So this seed has to grow in, into a fruit. So, when you read the book of John chapter 15, and the verse 5, Jesus said that, I am the vine, ye are the branches. I am the vine, ye are the branches. Now, it is the branches that bear fruit. It is the branches that bear fruit. When Jesus Christ was on earth, Bible described him as the branch that came from the root of JC. The branch that came from the root of JC. Isaiah 11 verse 1. Isaiah 11 verse 1. Isaiah prophesied that, the, and there shall come, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of JC, and a branch shall grow out of its root. So Jesus was referred to as the branch that came from the root of JC. And branches bear fruit. So when Jesus Christ was on earth, he was bearing fruit because he was a branch that came from the root of JC. So he was bearing fruit. Hallelujah. And, and his fruit and glorified God. Because when the multitude saw his his miracles, the Bible said that they marveled and they glorified God for giving such Verse 2, verse 2, Isaiah 11, verse 2. Isaiah made the one spirit of God, and which means the completeness of the spirit or the perfection of the spirit. So, until Jesus, those that came before him had just a measure or a facet of the spirit of God, something had the spirit of mind, but then he lacked the spirit of wisdom, and so he was deceived by and Delilah. And, and Solomon had the spirit of wisdom. So many people, they had a, a, a part or a measure of the spirit, but they didn't have the completeness of the spirit. It was only Jesus that had the completeness, the seven spirit of God, the perfection or the completeness of the spirit. So in Isaiah chapter 11, Verse 1, verse 2, and the rest of the verses, he was speaking of Jesus. He was speaking of Jesus. The branch that came from the root of JC. Hallelujah. So when Jesus Christ was in the branch that came from the root of JC, 
he was bearing fruit. He was, and his fruit was also given. Yes, and come back to Galatians five twenty two. Galatians five twenty two. Galatians five twenty two. So in that context, what Apostle Paul was referring to was was not the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but the fruit of the recreated human spirit. Because the born-again believer already has the seed of God in him. And this seed, Paul makes mention in Galatians chapter 4, verse 9, verse 19, that a fruit must be formed. Must be formed. Hallelujah. So that was what he was talking about. So the fruit of the Spirit was not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It was the fruit of the born-again believer. Any believer of God has the seed of God in him. And it's a must that he bears fruit. He bears the fruit of Christ. So that was what Paul was referring to. Hallelujah. Now, you must also understand that the fruit of the Spirit originates from Jesus Christ. The fruit of the Spirit originates from Jesus Christ. When we read the book of John chapter 15, in verse 4, the Bible says that, Though it is the branch that bears the fruit, they actually originate from the vine. So, Adhere to the words of Jesus Christ. Okay, so in John chapter 15, verse 4, he said, As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abides in the vine, and Christ is vine. So the fruit of the Spirit is directly connected to Jesus Christ, who in the in the vine. If you don't abide in Jesus, it will be very difficult to bear fruit. You must be connected to the vine so that you can receive the requisite the, the nutrients that you need to bear fruit. Hallelujah. So until you abide in the vine, you cannot bear the fruit of the Spirit. So let's go back to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. He says that, that the fruit of the spirit. So now we know that the fruit of the spirit is not the whole is fruit of the Holy Spirit, but then it is the fruit of the born again believer. He says it is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. I want you to notice something here. I want you to notice something here. Apostle Paul never said, against these, there is no law. He says, against such, there is no law. Fruit of the Spirit. He says, against such, there is no law. There is no law. If he had said, against these, there is no law. It would have meant that, and that is all there is with regards to the, with regards to what he has already mentioned, with regards to the fruit of the spirit. 
But then he said, against such, which means that there are more. He just mentioned some of them. He didn't finish mentioning them. So by saying against he was not actually limiting himself to nine fruits. Hallelujah. If he had said against these, then it would have meant that the fruit of the Spirit are nine. There are more other fruits. He just mentioned others. But there are others which he didn't mention in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Hallelujah. So, and let's go to Ephesians 5 9. Ephesians 5 9. Ephesians 5 9. Bible says, Paul, this same Paul said that for the fruit of the Spirit is in all is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness. When you look at so now Paul is mentioning three virtues here and saying that they are also part of the fruit of the spirit. He says, For the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. And goodness was already mentioned in Galatians 5.22. Goodness was already mentioned. And righteousness was not mentioned. And adding the two to the nine will give you eleven. So the fruit of the spirit are not nine. When you when you add Ephesians chapter 5, verse 9, what Paul again mentioned, he mentioned righteousness and truth as an, as an addition to what he had already mentioned in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. So the fruit of the Spirit are not nine. They are more than that. They are in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Hallelujah. So, now let's look at this. Let's go back to Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22. Paul says that the fruit of the Spirit is love. He didn't say the fruit of the Spirit are love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, and all of that. He says the fruit of the Spirit is love. So, this gives the impression and the perception that all the other virtues that Paul mentioned are encapsulated in love. They are found in love. In other words, if you are walking in love, you are automatically walking in all the other virtues. Hallelujah. So, love is the greatest of them all. When you walk in love, you are automatically working. You are automatically working in peace. You are automatically working in long suffering. You are automatically working in goodness, in gentleness, in faith, in meekness, and all of that because they are all embedded in love. That is why God gave us a new commandment. He says, "The new a new commandment I give you: love your neighbor as yourself." So the whole the new commandment. In, is love. Love is the fulfillment of the law. 
you are automatically walking in all the other fruits of the spirit. Hallelujah. So, beloved of God, don't let the devil deceive you into wondering that if you have the ability to produce the fruit of the spirit. Okay, don't let the devil deceive you that you can't fruit, you can't produce the fruit of the spirit. You can't bear the fruit of the spirit. You don't have the ability to put uh, to um, produce the fruit of the spirit. The main question that you have to ask yourself is: Do you have Christ? Have you received Christ? If you have received Christ, then you have that seed of love in you. So you can now manifest the fruit of the Spirit to the glory of God. Hallelujah. You can manifest the fruit of the Spirit to the glory of God. But then for you to manifest the fruit of the Spirit, you must acknowledge that you have it. And The Bible said that that thy communication of thy faith may become effective by the acknowledging of every good in Christ Jesus. So if God places something good in you, if God has placed his seed in you, and you are not any and you don't acknowledge it, it cannot bear fruit. The, 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 the Greek word translated acknowledging here is epignosis, which means accurate knowledge, accurate knowledge, or full knowledge of what God has placed within you. Your faith becomes operative, and our Christian life is a work of faith and not by sensory perception. We work by faith and not by sight. And so, and the Bible says that all things are possible to them that believe. If you believe, if you have faith that God has placed these good things in you, then the first the fruit of the Spirit, you must first acknowledge that you have it. It is Western to you. You have the seed. You have the and potential. You have the ability to be gentle. You have the ability to be loving. You have the ability to be good. You get it. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt the don't doubt um, the word of God that you can't be um, gentle. You can't be good. You can't be you can't be um, joyful. No. Acknowledge. Take God's word as it is and have faith. And whatsoever that he has said, it is true. The Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. So, whatever that he has said is truth. Trust in his word and walk in that consciousness. And it's going to amaze you that you would manifest the fruit of love like never before. Hallelujah. So, yes, I understand that. I mean, and the result of the fruit-bearing stage will not happen instantly. It will happen and gradually. So you must be patient. You must not give up. Happen instantly. 
but you must gain the appreciation, a full appreciation that you have you have the ability to be gentle. When you have that full appreciation, then you can start it from there. Then you, you can now feed your spirit with the right nutrients. You can now feed on the word of God. You see, when you read the book of John chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus said that, It is the vine that gives nutrients to the branch to bear fruit. He says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abided in the vine. So, if you want to bear the fruit of the Spirit, you must first abide in the Word. You must first abide in the vine. You must abide in Christ. You must be connected to the Word. The Word would help you, would cause you to bear fruit. When you connect yourself with the Word and you meditate on it, and you give yourself wholly unto it, your profiting will appear to all men. Your profiting will appear to all men. So connect yourself with the Word of God, meditate on it, and give yourself wholly unto it. And it will amaze you that your profiting would appear unto all men. Hallelujah. Now, when you read the book of John chapter 15, verse 2, Jesus said that every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he takes away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So many a Christian or many a believer perceive that when Jesus said every branch in him that does not bear fruit, he take it away. They perceive that he will actually cut them from him and they will be going to hell. And that is not the case. He was not saying that he will get rid of you. And as a result of that, you will be going to hell. What he was saying, when you, read the, when you, when you check the Greek word for and take it away, take it away in that verse, it means to elevate. It means to lift up. To, it, it also means to raise. It means to elevate. It means to raise or to lift up. So what Jesus meant was that every branch in him that does not bear fruit, he will raise it up. He will raise it up. And why would he raise it up? He's raising it up because he wants it to be exposed to sunlight, adequate sunlight, so that it can bear fruit. You see, and the vine is a creeping plant. The vine is a creeping plant, and they creep along with the ground with their um, prostrate stems. And so the vine dresser is supposed to ensure that they are exposed to adequate sunlight by raising them to creep over sticks or anything so that at least they can be exposed to adequate sunlight so that they can bear fruit. So it is a duty of the vine dresser, that is the God the Father, to raise you up so that you would be exposed and to the light of his so that you can bear fruit until you are exposed 
to the light of God's word, you cannot bear fruit. Hallelujah. So you have to be exposed to the light of his word. That is why John was, John was, Jesus was saying that abide in me. When you abide in God, in Christ, when you abide in Jesus, you will be able to bear fruit. When you are connected to the word of God, which is light, you will be able to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Now he continues to say that he empurged it and it may bring forth more fruit. So he says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. What he meant by saying he taketh away. He taketh away means he elevates it so that it would be exposed to light for, for, for photosynthesis to happen so that it can bear fruit. And in the mind of God, he's elevating you, he's raising you to be exposed to the light of his word so that you can bear fruit. Hallelujah. And he continues to say that every branch that buried fruit, he purged it, that it may bring that he purges it. Now the word empurges comes from the Greek word emkatari emkatahiro emkatahiro katahiro it means to prune hallelujah it means to it means to cleanse from any impurities or to prune trees or, or to prune trees or to or to prune and plant from any and uh, useless and uh, shoot so that is the purchase the meaning of the word and purchase it means to cleanse or it means to prune so it's it means to remove any portion that have a disease or kind of a decay or and fungi by preventing it from spreading to um, healthier branches to ensure that they bring forth more fruit. So the essence of empurging is to ensure that the branch or the plant or the tree is not affected by disease or a fungi or by or any kind of MDK so that it can bear more fruit. So empurging is a form of cleansing from impurities. Purging is a form of cleansing from impurities. That is why in the verse 3, he, he says that now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. In the verse 3, in John chapter, the verse, you are clean through the word because purging is a matter of cleansing. So, God the Father empurges you. He makes sure that you are cleansed from any impurities so that you can bear more fruit. Hallelujah. So, let's now um, go to the benefit of bearing good fruit. What are the, benef the benefits of bearing good fruit? The first one is that God is, God is glorified. 
the one is glorified. When you bear the fruit of the spirit, or when you bear a good fruit, God is glorified. And John chapter 15, verse 8. John chapter 15, verse 8. He says that herein is my father glorified that he may that he bear fruit, that he bear much fruit. Hallelujah. So when you bear fruit, God is glorified. When you bear the fruit of the spirit, God the Father is glorified. Remember that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, that let your light so shine for all men that they may see your good works and glorify God who is in heaven. So whenever you bear a good fruit, or whenever you do a work or you manifest a work that is initiated by God or that is instigated by God, God the Father is glorified. Hallelujah. Now, and the second point is when your fruit remain, whatever you ask the Father in Jesus' name will be given to you. When you bear good fruit, whatever that you ask the Father in Jesus' name will be given to you. Hallelujah. So that is it. So by bearing good fruit, you are actually walking in the perfect will of God. And as a result of that, God will ensure that you don't lack in anything. You don't lack in any resources. Hallelujah. So, and the third point is, God regards you as his disciple when you bear fruit. God perceives you as his disciple when you bear fruit. John 15, 8. He says, Here is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. So, by bearing good fruit, it is a validation or it is a confirmation that you are a disciple of God. Hallelujah. It's a confirmation that you are a disciple of God. So, basically, the fruit of the Spirit is supposed to bring glory to God. The essence of God placing His seed in you is for His good pleasure. Paul said that work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure so it is the pleasure of god to work on the inside of you and it is your responsibility to work on the outside to manifest it as a seed that which has been placed as a seed you must manifest you must showcase it as a fruit to bring glory to god so whenever people see the fruit which was once a seed in you, they will give glory to God. They will always give glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's begin to thank God for His word that has come unto us. And let's begin to pray that may God help us to bear fruit and that may our fruit remain and abide in him. Let's begin to pray. 
Except we abide in you. Lord, we pray for grace to bear much fruit. Let us not be cast forth or cast away. Or withered in the name of Jesus. We pray that you grant us grace that your words to abide in us. That we become doers. So that whatsoever we ask, O oh God, in your will. It shall be done unto us. Help us, Lord, to bring you glory every day of our lives, every moment of our days, in the name of Jesus. For herein are you glorified that we bear much fruit, and also the same, in the same manner are we identified as your disciples. Lord, grant us grace to be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. When you read the book of John chapter 15, verse 3, the Bible said that we are made clean through the word that we spoken unto. Even as the word of God has come unto us, may it be as a cleansing agent. May it cleanse our soul. May it cleanse our spirit. May it cleanse our body. May it cleanse every aspect of our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, so that we can we can be able to bear much fruit. Lord, we ask for cleansing. Your word says we are clean through the word which you have spoken unto us. The words you spoke to the disciples, Lord, are still valid today. They are words you are still speaking to us. Even through our daily communion, fellowships, prayer moments, corporate meetings with you. We pray that you cleanse us, spirit, soul, and body. Cleanse us, O oh God, our souls from all forms of uncleanness. Purge us, O oh God. Help us conform more and more to the character of God. To be more and more consecrated in all ways, all aspects, every day. In the name of Jesus. By your word, O oh God, 
regenerate our bodies, our souls in Jesus' mighty name. Reform, cleanse, make whole, purge, sanctify in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for cleansing. Take away from us everything contrary to your word. Even as your word interfaces, as your word interacts, as your word is sown as a seed in our hearts. Lord, in the name of Jesus, cause it to produce the cleansing effect of sanctification. In the name of Jesus. Your spoken word, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We are praying our last prayer. We are praying and we are telling God that may God cause us to be and spiritually minded so that we can bear fruit that would bring glory to his name let's begin to pray oh god we pray that may we be spiritually minded may whatever that we will go do you help us to be spiritually minded just as your word says the lord grant us grace by your spirit tune us up lord tune us up to be spiritually minded in the name of jesus tune our spirit tune our souls and let our bodies conform to the spirituality of your tuning in the name of jesus we pray for upgrades lord upgrade to be spiritually minded in the name of jesus by the cleansing ability of your word lord oh god grant us grace to escape from all color carnality and the corruption that is in the world through lust in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, for your words, hey, to be carnally minded is sin and death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace with you. Oh, we understand that we have peace with you. Oh, oh God, we pray that you grant us grace to grow more and more in understanding of spiritual things, in appreciation of spiritual things, hey, to change and tune our, com- our spiritual thinking in conformity to the demands of the Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus, break us, O oh God, from all thinking hey, of the flesh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, hey, the bread of life, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, grace, 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 your enabling power, your enabling grace, in the name of Jesus Christ, reform our thinking, grant us a touch, grant us a touch, even as you quicken our spirit, in the name of Jesus, cause everything that is carnal to fall off from our souls, from our bodies. In the name of Jesus, anything canal, canal thoughts, canal desires, oh God, Malik open what has canal intentions, canal attitudes and habits, oh God, rid us of all these things by the cleansing power of your word, by the regeneration power of your word, in the name of Jesus. Nila Kunamahabadwata. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for another prayer. We thank you, Rascal Shadabadaba. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for meeting our expectation. We thank you, mighty God. We thank you, mighty God. That our expectation shall never be cut off. That our heart filled expectation shall never be cut off. You would manifest the fruit of the spirit. 
burning ones, those who are the call. Minister Cassandra, Minister Blessed, Minister Stanley, Minister Winning, Minister Emmanuel, Minister Christiana, Minister Aaron, Minister Innocent, those who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. So this is what God is giving us today. And in his word, it's everything you ever need. If only we will take it and appropriate it into our lives. Hallelujah. I remember one of our teachings, I was saying that when it comes to spiritual maturity, God is first interested in deeper roots before higher heights. And in demonstrating and manifesting the power of God and the gifts of the Spirit, the fruits must come first. Hallelujah. The fruits must come first. It's from our being that we are able to do or our doing or our, our being begets our doing. So when your being is wrong, it's malformed. Your doing also is affected. That is why before doing, God has called us to a being. Hallelujah. Be ye holy, for I am holy. And out of that being proceeds our actions, our works of holiness and righteousness. Be. It didn't say do ye holy. Out of that being will proceed the acts and the works of holiness. So when it comes to manifesting the glory of God, the power of God, the fruits first. We must bear the fruits of the Spirit before we can demonstrate the gifts of the Spirit. So anybody prophesying, sometimes we don't get opportunity to study the man of God who the man of God who minister to us prophetically. Those who minister healings, those who demonstrate all sort of powers and dimensions of God's um, um, God's abilities. But if you get a time or if you're able to discern them spiritually and you notice that the fruits are present, then you are safe. You're in the right place. But if you notice, you study them, maybe you happen to have close encounter with them, see them in your area or meet them at church or happen to hear a lot about them and you realize that their lives are out of sync with the word of god the way and manner they go about their life is not in tandem it's not in tune with the demands of the word of god the precepts of the word of god automatically you know that there is an error at work because it's impossible to demonstrate the gifts without the fruits by their fruits you will know them and those must conform to the fruits of the spirit hallelujah so people of god anytime teachings like this come we are excited or we are blessed but then it's also a call a call to come up higher a call for us to grow in god a call for us to abide a call for us to submit and surrender to the processes of god so that god can work on us the reason that the reason people are led astray on may in many churches many platforms around is because they themselves don't even know the fruits of the spirit and they haven't borne them they haven't matured to be able to discern 
between what is good and what is God. As for the basic discernment, good and evil, many are able to do so. But not everything posing as good is of God. And it takes bearing the fruit, maturing. Hallelujah. And our man of God, Minister and Apostle Blessed, has done justice to this subject to us or for us this evening. Please, what do you say once again to the man of God? I want us to lift up a prayer in just one minute for him. We want to thank God for his life. We want to, bless, we want to ask God to bless him. You want to unmute so that we pray. We pray for him. That even as he has watered us, according to Proverbs chapter 11, he didn't withhold that which he has. May God water him. May God bless him. May God increase him in knowledge, in virtue, and in all goodness in the name of Jesus. May God cause him to abound yet more and more in the knowledge of him. Insight and revelation in all labor, in all study, in all good works in the name of Jesus. Beloved, lift your voice. Talk, talk to God on behalf of this man of God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We thank you for the life of your man's servant. Apostle blessed. We thank you for the grace upon his life. How far you have brought him. How much you are lifting him. We thank you, Lord. That you are preparing him. And, and, and lifting him up, oh God. A gift unto this generation. Lord, we pray that, oh God, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water in the name of Jesus. And that even as you caused him to be a blessing to us, to enlighten our minds, Lord, oh God, to draw our attention to certain key things in your word that lord oh god you water him water him water him water him, water him in the name of jesus grant him grace hey the supply of your grace every lost virtue that has gone out of him father we pray for restoration and manifold and manifold in the name of jesus even oh god double in the name of the lord jesus we pray that your grace oh god will be multiplied unto him that you cause him to abound to have an all sufficiency in the name of Jesus Christ. Establish him and protect him from all terrors in the name of Jesus. Every snare, every scheme and plot of darkness against his life, Lord, deliver him. Lord, deliver him. Lord, deliver him. Preserve and protect the sanity, the purity of his oil in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Alright, so I want to use this opportunity to bless all of us and um, to say thank you for all of, all of us, our availability in today's meeting and those who have been given uh, to support the ministry, God bless you. Your monies are in safe keeping <laughs> um, by the treasurer. Those monies never come to me. Other than that, I, I could have... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, God richly bless you. I, I, want, I don't want to complete that statement. Amen. God richly bless you. I believe that tomorrow she would render account to us um, on the platform pertaining to how much we have in our coffers. I believe that maybe by, by the end of August we would have had enough to pay for the subscription of... Um, this pod, podcast, amen, by the end of August, I believe we would have, last last time, last year, 
um, we paid about around 1,100, if I'm not mistaken. That is for the entire year. Amen. We want to raise that money as quickly as possible. By the end of August, I think we have about 580, almost 600 or so. So once we have that safe, once we're able to raise maybe the 1,000, 1,002, we will want to begin to set something aside towards Christmas, charity for Christmas. Amen. Want to donate to any charity home that God lays on our hearts. And so we want to begin preparing towards that. As many as are led and have been given and will give God richly bless you. Amen. Okay, so that is that. And tomorrow, God willing, the month of June is coming to an end. And as usual, we are going to have our crossover prayers from June into July. Please prepare. Because of that, we shall not have our main Friday meeting. We shan't have it. We shall only have the crossover prayers. We shall begin at 10.30 so that we can finish at 12.30. We would have been able to cross over into the next month. So let's prepare. Come with your request. Um, definite request that you, you have or expectations you have of God for the month of July. And let us supplicate before God and petition God for those requests and those needs. Amen. God bless you. God lift you. Amen. Those of us who are joining us for the first time, this is Burning Ones, a Bible-believing people, a people of prayer, fasting, the word, evangelism, every, every good thing in the Bible. Yeah, that is our doctrine. Want you to follow us by clicking the plus button beside the name Burning Ones. If you are listening on uh, on any browser or any other platform that doesn't permit you to follow us, you want to download the podcast, the podcast app. The name is Podbean. It's available on Google Play Store. Download, register in your name, search for the podcast Burning Ones. It's in capital letters. And then follow us. Amen. You can also look below the dashboard. Click on the icon burning ones. You look, you can see below it um, several messages, teachings. You can click, listen, and enjoy. Amen. You'll be revived, you'll be transformed, and you'll be blessed. And I believe that in the course of that, God is going to put a testimony in your mouth. Hallelujah. God richly bless us. May the Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his countenance to shine upon you. May God be gracious unto you. Lift his face on you and grant you peace in all things in Jesus' name. May he bless the work of your hands. May God grant you extraordinary favor before him and before men. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you that from today whatsoever thing has been a bother that sometimes consumes your joy by the rod of the lord may it be cut off in jesus name you are blessed you are lifted 
go and prosper. Go in peace. Go and be preferred above all, like Daniel. Go and rule in the midst of your enemies. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Alright. So, shalom people of God. I love you all. Until we meet again tomorrow for our crossover prayers. Please stay in grace. Talk to somebody about Jesus. And keep giving expression to the goodness of God wherever you find yourself. Until then, bye, 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 bye. In the place of Koinonia, your day was. Just breathe your day. Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name. Your day Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name. Just breathe your name.